What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the Playconomics podcast, breaking down the business behind the world of video games coming to you live. It's not live. Well, not live, but we're recording it live. (laughs) We're recording it together for the first time ever, actually, here from sunny New Jersey. It's a great We're next door to Tony Soprano's house. We are. Just had some. We just had some Wawa. We did. Delicious. Enlightened. I've been, I don't want to say converted, but enlightened, I think, is is the word. I'm a long time Wawa. I've become. We go way back. Aware, yeah, I've loved them since of the of the the hype that is Wawa. That's so good. It's at the gas station you never want to not go to. I understand it now. I I I get it a little bit more. You know, I'll get you some merch. I don't know if I want Wawa merch. This is a video game podcast. If you guys like what you're hearing, okay, we're here each and every week breaking down the business behind the world of video games, the sales numbers, the marketing data. Whether the charts are up, whether the charts are down, whether they're in a circle, that'd be weird. But we're here. We're here to talk about it, to report about it. We're going to do a one-off. We were going to do a one-off today. We're thinking about... spin. We've done the episode already. We filmed it. You'll see it on Monday. This? This is for fun. This is these are for funsies. Oh, yeah. This is actually like uh, an emergency press conference because so much shit. So has many happened. things happened. We filmed the episode on Wednesday, and then Thursday they were like, "Oh, by the way, EA doesn't own FIFA anymore." And- oh, and Nintendo Direct costs double for yeah. half the features. <laughs> yeah. So we're here, <laughs> kind of pulling a little bit of an audible, I'd oh, yeah. say. Right. We'll get it to you. We don't know when. We'll probably get this out to him on Friday. Sooner rather than If later. you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this on Friday. Yeah. If I Friday had to guess. Is a it is, uh, it's Do 11 o'clock fun. at night. You, oh, and yeah. I, you and I have been heavily inebriated throughout the course of the day. We, we've had a really good time. I we've showed, been drinking since the time I got here. Our you, wives are in the other room mad yes, as hell at we us. We started with brunch. We went to a bar and then we got dinner. And then we're back here, and now we're drinking more. And we got Wawa, too. We Remember did. We told them. You got a gobbler bowl. You opened the dark portal. Stuck that Six hot out gravy of ten. right Six in. out of ten. It's, it wasn't its best because you didn't have the cranberry sauce. Listen to me. If you guys are out there and follow us, you guys, you put- hey, you see that QR code down right here? Scan that QR code. Right there. Follow us on our socials. All right. That's the new link tree. Yeah. And now, don't get garlic aioli on your Wawa gobbler Don't do bowl. it. I thought it'd be good. It was a mistake. You know, garlic, turkey. Anyway, I digress. This is a, this is a video games oh, podcast. Yeah. It's not a Wawa podcast. It will be one day. It won't be. It's so Matt, games. this week, we're kind of a, because it's an audible, you want to do a what are we playing? Yeah, tell me what you've been playing because you, you play a little something new, <sighs> bud. I want to hear your opinion on where, where are you at with Metroid Dread? I just started. It's... It's good. It is good. It is better than I thought it would be. There's a little bit of frustration behind the controls. I and what don't, do you mean by that? So the feature where you have to aim and move on the same joystick, I don't agree with. I eventually figured out the lock-on button where you bring out the laser and you get to mm-hmm. like aim while standing still. And it made the game much better. But 
those simple things and then i think me and you were both discussing off camera the double jump feature oh my god the double the double jump is just a uh you have that dead zone of like if you double jump too well you just don't jump and you fall back down i if you had asked me if you had asked me a week ago i would have said metroid red might genuinely be my game of the year it's tales of arise it's not Tales of Rise. It's still Deathloop. At this point in time, Deathloop is still my game of the year because it's just so goddamn good. That's I'm uh, here's my here's where I'm at with Metroid Dread. Okay, I'm at the point with Metroid Dread where it's it does the new things so well that it makes the old things look extremely antiquated and compared. So the double jump is a perfect example of that, where that double jump was exactly the same in every other Metroid game. The thing is, though, your base movement speed, much faster. The slide, brand new. The momentum is so fast. Is the counter new? The counter, well, new for, uh, they had it in the DS Metroid, right? Okay there's there have been moments and you'll get to a moment in the game where you unlock a power i'm not going to tell you what it is but the game doesn't tell you how to use it in a certain way is it the screw attack no okay. it's because i'm looking forward to the screw attack because it just fucking. infinitely makes every metroid game better as soon as you get it it's just really really the best power up so Economics needs to get sponsored by Casamigos. Clooney, George. <laughs> this isn't Casamigos. Get George on the line. This is some random get George brand of tequila. It's not Casamigos. Ocean's 14. Okay. Bobby just wants to meet George Clooney. And so Ocean's do I. 14 is George Clooney, Matt Damon, and Brad Pitt. They got to steal a video Bobby game Kowaki. NFT quick. Oh, bro. Put me in. Put me in. Get Soderbergh on the phone. I'll get donuts. Like, I don't even need to be a part of the movie. I just want to be there. Oh, no, no. If I'm on set with Soderbergh and Clooney and Pitt, maybe not Damon. I don't know. I feel like he's the the He gets such a bad reputation. He's made such good movies. Metroid. Back to it, yeah. Um, Overall, good. And I think it's going to get better. I really... I. It scratched the surface Wait till you get to the bosses. The bosses are so goddamn good. It's it's not even funny how good the boss is in our. It, I can imagine, and I've seen clips of them where they're the um like the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, they're the cutscene fights, and they look amazing. And I can't wait. So far, just the only thing that's frustrating me is the uh, aiming while moving. Once I get used to it, it's probably fine. There's a couple other things that you'll find with the movement speed, I think are not just the speeds, but like just the movement in general that I think (sighs) my biggest problem with Metroid dread. And I think genuinely the thing that stops it from being my game of the year is the fact that you can't remap the controls. Yeah. Uh, You finished it, right? I'm in the last quarter I'd say right now. Like I know I can see the end of the game. I just got to get there kind of thing. I I didn't think I was going to play it. Because I'm not a big fan of side scrollers, and you just hyped it up so much that I actually wound up buying it. I looked up the last boss fight. You're a shit. Are you kidding? Fight, and I'm gonna spoil it for you. I mean, go ahead. No, I'm not. no, I'm don't. Because we're on but, the podcast, yeah. and somebody's gonna get butt hurt yeah. that oh, spoiled Metroid Dread. You know who you are. The problem is, if you, you know didn't, who you are, and like, you're not you Clooney, you're a Damon. <laughs> if you didn't, Damon's getting upset. Okay. 
Clooney's walking in. He's like, I don't care. I played it, finished it. He's like, I got my Nespresso ad. Brad Pitt walking in, throws a cigarette. He's like, I have a coffee ad too. What do you got, Matt Damon? He's like, I love playing Metroid. <laughs> Clooney Regardless, just ruins it for him. I watched it not playing any Metroid Dread, and I had no idea what happened. So I'm hoping that like I ruined the ending for myself without any of the satisfaction of watching the ending. So I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, it's pretty horrifying. But that's a me thing. I'll get over it. I'll figure it out. But Bobby, I'm assuming you've been playing Metroid Dread. You it's amazing. I love it. Everything I said earlier on in the Monday episode is exactly how I feel about Metroid Dread right now. Um, and that's it. We haven't played too, too much more. But listen, let me tell you something. Once I finish Metroid Dread, I'm so goddamn Back to close. Dark Souls. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Shut up. And I'm not joking. Once I finish Metroid Dread and I pop the Deathloop Platinum, which I'm so close to, I'm probably two hours away from popping the Deathloop Platinum. Okay. I was thinking. Back to Dark Souls. Back to Dark Souls. Because oh Elden God. Ring's coming out in January. And by the time I finish this, a bit of Thanksgiving, this and that. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We got that. And you got Halo coming out. And know. I got Halo coming out. Do I start? And here's the question. Do I start an OP Sorcerer Dark Souls 1 run or a Twin Blade Dark Souls 3 run? Very different runs. Okay. Agreed. Because the Sorcerer run in Dark Souls 1, you're just a tank. You're a beast. You're at range. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah. Especially if you glitch it out the way I'm going to glitch it out. And you all know what I'm talking about, where you buy the fire bombs early and then you throw them at the Hydra like e you over there. That you know, guy. you know, what I'm talking about. So if I do that, that'd be one thing. But the twin blade run in DS3, it's a whole other beast where it's like you dole out a lot of DPS, but you're a glass cannon. But I won't bore the people with that because this no, is a business they podcast. Talk about FIFA. They want to. They want to. So, what is EA losing? Oddly enough. So this is coming to us from New York Times. Our first article this evening here. Beautiful. And it says, EA is planning for a FIFA without FIFA. The end of a long and profitable relationship with soccer's governing body would mean re renaming one of the most popular video games of all time. This comes, us to, uh, comes to us from Tariq Panja. I hope I said that right. Thank you for your article. Reading from the article here. It is one of the longest and most profitable relationships in sports, nearly three decades after soccer's global global governing body licensed its name to California video game maker, looking to expand its offerings. The FIFA series that was born out of the partnership has become not so much a game as a cultural phenomenon. To the millions of people around the world, the letters FIFA now represent not actual soccer, but instead a one-word shorthand for the hugely popular video game series that has become a fixture in the lives of players as diverse as the Premier League pros and casual fans and even gamers with no relation to the sport. Sales of the game, which released an updated edition every year, have surpassed 20 billion with a B over the past two decades for the California-based maker Electronic Arts, but FIFA has cashed in as well. Its licensing agreement has grown to become the most... has grown to become the organization's single most valuable commercial agreement, now worth $150 million per year. Now that, now all that money is at risk. At least two years of talks about renewing the contract that allows Electronic Arts through its EA Sports division to use the organization's name have hit a wall, according to multiple people close to negotiations. The possibility of a permanent break after next year's World Cup in Qatar 
when the current 10-year agreement ends, was made explicit in a letter released last week by Cam Weber, the executive president and general manager of EA Sports. And I'll stop Jeez. there, and I'll link it below if you guys want to go read Total oh, yeah. article. Always make Holy sure Santa Claus shit. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Thief is bad. Are you? So here's my thing. They make twenty billion a year, and you're not going to pony up a hundred and fifty mil to renew the license. Maybe FIFA doesn't want to, or may, like maybe, maybe they don't want to. So here's my thing. I don't know if this is FIFA not wanting to. I'd if I was a betting man, okay, I would say it's the other way around. Because you think F- EA is willing to lose FIFA. I think it's a gamble. I think FIFA, now I'm not a football soccer fan, but I know FIFA as a brand has gone through a lot of turmoil in the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. And that's outside of EA. I think like FIFA yeah, yeah, yeah. as like the governing body of sports has gone through quite a bit issues. of tumult. So maybe EA is willing to say the gamble like, hey, we make a fine game with a decent microtransaction. I didn't read this in the article here, but I might have caught it on Twitter that they were thinking of renaming it like EA uh, Football Club, like FC whatever. Garbage name. Terrible. So I see a couple things happening here. Number one, they realize that that FIFA is a a holy cash cow and they they can't lose it, right? They continue to make billions of dollars on their microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Number two is they lose it and yeah. either try to go it on their own or somebody else buys the FIFA license. Who do you think would buy it? I think if Konami had a lot of balls, they would buy the FIFA license. I think, I think if anyone's going to take it, it's going to be Activision. I think it's going to be ActiBlizz is going to take it. And do what? Because they don't have a sports game currently, so I'm curious to hear your take on that. I I don't think they really need to do much with it. Because, like, the idea behind FIFA is pretty basic. Like, it's a sports game. So they don't need to put too much visionary in it. They just basically need to remake what EA's already been putting out. Mm-hmm. And they basically just, like, what they do with Madden are just putting a new like they're just updating rosters they're not doing groundbreaking things that like warrant a 60 dollar game every year it's just people buy it because people want fifa people want madden i agree i mean i'm of the belief and i think i've been for the of the belief for a good while now that fifa madden like all these sports games should just at a certain point become an annualized platform like world of warcraft like eso where you know, every year you, you pay a subscription, let's say, or like a battle pass thing. And you just pay the new roster and the new teams and this, that, and the third, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, I find Activision Blizzard hard, but I understand where you're coming from. I, to me, Konami is the safest bet because they already have a football game infrastructure. You know what I mean? Konami is the one who already has a game. They have Pez. They have Pro Evolution Soccer. So it wouldn't be hard for them to slap a FIFA branding on that. Do they have the resources to grab something like that? Hell yeah. Konami's main, you know, income stream right now isn't games, actually. Konami's a huge company in Japan that does, like, health spas and stuff like that outside of video games. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I just think it's 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 almost like to say like imagine a football game that's not called Madden. 
That's what that was my next point is if FIFA leaves, I don't we can look it up after the show or if you can pull it up on your iPad. When is the Madden contact contract done? Let me look that up. Because if FIFA leaves, I'm assuming that Madden after that is like I either want they're gonna see that letting FIFA go was a huge mistake and Madden's gonna just Ask for a, yeah, an obscene amount of money. Yeah, they're going to be like, we want billions or we're out. Because again, $150 million I feel like is a... a now, very, was, it, was it $20 billion over the lifespan or was it $20 year. Billion a year? Because if it's $20 billion a year and you just have to invest $150 million, that's a that's a dumb no. So Madden's, it seems like Madden's kind of shit out of luck here because I'm reading this article from ESPN. It says NFL and EA agreed to extend Madden video game through 2026. And this was a year ago that they wrote that. So regardless, so 2026 is not far. It's horrifying to say out loud, but yeah. no, it's not far. No, at all. We were talking about it with the streamers a couple uh, episodes ago where it's three year contracts, three year contracts, three year contracts. It's 2021. It's going to be 2022 in a couple months. That's four years from now. Imagine how much damage could go to EA if FIFA makes billions for other companies for four years and Madden comes back and says, we want an absolute bag or we're going somewhere else. Or imagine if like Twitch or... um game pass or playstation or even nintendo buys it and See, puts it on their subscription that's another thing that i was thinking it's funny that you bring that up is microsoft's also throwing around a lot of money yeah 150 million for a franchise like fifa that's pennies but again i don't think it's necessarily the license i think it's the license is one part of the equation it's do you have the infrastructure to execute on the product right ea has a studio that can execute on the product konami is the only other person i can look around the room and say who has the money even if it's not cash on hand konami has enough assets that they can liquidate to gain 150 million dollars with a fifa contract oh yeah and then who has the shortest time to market it's konami yeah that's not it to close to close out the to close out the, the discussion it hasn't happened yet. I just think EA is very ballsy to say we're going to try to go it alone because they're two equally weighted sides of the equation where one thing is FIFA is the FIFA name, but yeah. EA is the backbone, right? Oh, yeah. So while someone like Konami could very well buy the EA license or license the EA license, whatever, could they execute on it in the same way? Maybe. They could. Right. And then it really just becomes, it's so complicated. It's so complicated, and I I don't want to come off unintelligent or something like that. But there's so many variables. But to me, the fact that this is even being discussed. Yeah, the fact that EA ever even made it an option that they're potentially not going to do FIFA is ridiculous that they would risk losing it. But... From what we've seen from the FIFA and Madden community, EA hasn't done anything new or anything revolutionary with these sports games. So it 
for FIFA fans and people that play it very often and they live and die by these sports games, this could be really good if a new distributor picks up these games, does it better, and it makes EA evolve with Madden, and it makes FIFA a better game. I agree, but at the same time, it's like, how do you make, what is the better version of FIFA? Better player models? I mean, they do update graphics and everything like that. I, I'm not a sports game person. Me neither. So if you're a sports game person, write into us. Yeah, let us know, like, what do you want from Madden? And what do you want from FIFA? The last Madden I played was gotta be at least five years ago. But that's that's my thing as well, where it's like, these games are in, like, the top-selling games next to Call of Duty every single yeah. year. But I think especially the... 2021 version of Madden got a huge amount of like kickback because there was nothing new. Was it the one with Brady and Mahomes on the cover? Yeah. yeah. Which phenomenal cover. I really enjoyed it. Great. They both went to Super Bowl. They're both amazing quarterbacks. From what I could see in the media, great people. So good for the cover. But they didn't introduce anything new to Madden and they basically were just making you pay $60 for a roster update. And that's not that's not right. You should just pay like all of these things. If and again, I don't know why they haven't moved to a platform like a subscription based platform, like a constant platform yet. I think you should just be able to get ESPN on your console and it comes with all of the sports games. Oddly enough, and this is maybe a little bit outside of gaming. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just confirm before I talk out of my ass here. Fill the air for a second. Bada boopa. No, I'm just kidding. The I do think that ESPN should launch its own um, app for video games, and I think they'd be very, very smart to get into the esport bracket. And I so think- pause. And I, I'm sorry because I thought I read this Go and I was correct. It. And this is a, a CNBC article, and that's that Amazon is the likely front runner for a multi-year NFL Sunday ticket deal. I believe they have Thursday night football. Right? So what if it's a dark horse like Amazon who scoops up the FIFA license? It'd be great. Right. Imagine if you could pair FIFA with so- like actual soccer content where you could get whatever game you want in a, either um, the MLS or international soccer and with your subscription comes a fifa roster and they throw that on luna and you have to pay five dollars a month and you get um and if you have espn plus or whatever through your amazon you have whatever subscription amazon's offering for their sports packages you get fifa for free so exactly so to me i think that would be the most interesting disruptor in the space because if amazon had something like sunday ticket if i'm amazon i just include that with prime oh yeah um, I would, if they built up enough of a library, I would make prime. I think it's like 13 bucks a month or something. I make prime plus with for so uh, good segue into our next topic <laughs> here, buddy. Tiered, tiered subscriptions. We'll get to yeah. that. But I think if you're going to off, because right now everyone's paying $13, $14, whatever it is for Amazon prime. If they're gonna, start, I pay on the year, so I I don't. I think it's like 
uh, I don't know what it, I I pay monthly. Okay. But whatever that turns out to a year, you probably get like a one month discount because you pay it yearly. But if you add 10, 20% to it and make it um, whatever the additional features are, like you get Luna with it and you get FIFA and all these uh, subscriptions, I think people would pay. I agree. So, so I think we should leave the FIFA discussion there where it's a lot is in the air, but it's oh, yeah. worth just talking about that. Even the fact that a company like EA is possibly able to lose a license like yeah, FIFA is horrific. Imagine if Activision Blizzard lost Call of Duty. I would say no. I wouldn't say this is like Activision. I would say this is like when EA lost Star Wars. True. Right. Okay. When the when the contract for EA and Star Wars was up, I think this this is on the same level as that. Yeah, but what if not bigger? What games came out from Star Wars? Bullshit then? games. Yeah. Battlefront One, Battlefront Two, and the minute the contracts start expiring, that's when we got oh Jedi Fallen Order, oh Rogue Squadron. Right. This is why the Marvel properties, the way Marvel does it with their games, is much better. I don't think signing. And maybe it's a little bit different with FIFA because it's a singular organization. Yeah. But I think the way Marvel kind of democratizes their properties and says, who is the best developer for Spider-Man, for Wolverine, for Ultimate Alliance, for Avengers, and kind of picks and chooses down the line rather than saying, hey, EA, yeah, only you guys can make Star Wars games. Yeah. Or only you guys can make Marvel games. And that's where we're going to leave with the EA FIFA it, topic. It's, it's, it's so much to come from it. Like, if EA doesn't pick it back up, we're going to have topics for a long time. And we're going to be talking about how this develops. Because Mar- it, it'll shape the way that, like, these large deals happen. There is so much goddamn money that is made on those card packs in FIFA. Yeah. I don't understand where or who at EA is looking around that boardroom and being like, guys, this is something we can afford to lose. Because you can't. You can't. It could be what you're saying, and they're basically calling a FIFA bluff. You think like they... they're saying, "Good luck, go find somewhere else that's gonna sponsor this and gonna pay this amount of money, and do as good of a product as this is, and gonna make as much money and can leverage that relationship that EA probably has." And I don't know. I, I don't hope know. Konami eats their lunch. Yeah. Just, just for, just for like the meme of it. I hope Konami and Pez say, "Don't worry." fifa will take care of you i think the only thing i would like to see is as long as the games get better and content gets better and for the end consumer as long as the product is a net positive i'm okay with whatever happens so speaking of net positive let's transition to our second topic i can't wait i'm so mad it's nintendo because what did Nintendo decide to I say? drove all this way. I drove to New Jersey. We, I ate my mozzarella and the Magabagool and my Galamad. I drove to the Sopranos and house. And went to the Wawa. Went to the Wawa. To I talk about Nintendo, Nintendo I drove across state lines just to come here at 11.17. It's late. So, at it's night. Late. The ladies are sleeping. Your wives are asleep. They're upset with us. They knew what they signed up for. Oh, yeah. We're good people. I'm going to read an article from a site I don't care for all that much. What? What news site do you have such a strong... Kotaku. 
It's fine. Don't you dare. Relax. Why did you pick it if you have such a problem? Because it was the first one in the Google search, because I guarantee they had some good SEO. Anyway, topic number two on this show is that you'll have to pay more than double for Switch Online if you want N64 games. Not a conspiracy. Fact. It is. This comes us to us uh, by Ari Notis. Okay. And I'm just I'm sorry I'm sorry my mic arm by the way sounds like a 1930s piece of yeah. loom machinery. WD forty. I need to oil this baby. Yep. Uh, but yes, the the article from Ari on Kotaku reads in part: In September, Nintendo announced that it would make N64 games available as part of the Nintendo Switch Online service. At the time, Nintendo withheld the pricing info, leading some to speculate about how steep it could be. Today, we get our answer. Nintendo Switch Online plus the expansion pack, and that is the official name, will run you 50 bucks a year or 80 bucks if you opt for the family bundle. Nintendo Switch Online, which basically costs $4 a month or $20 a year, allows you to play multiplayer Switch games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with other players via internet. What's more, subscribers will also get access to a library of more than 100 classic NES and SNES games. Starting October 25th, you'll be able to upgrade to a com- to a premium version of Switch Online that includes N64 and Sega Genesis games in the library for $50 you get access for the year. You also get access to Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise DLC. The $80 family plan meanwhile grants you a year of access to you and up to seven other Nintendo accounts. That's okay. Right. Are you out of your mind? So let me tell you. Are you out of your mind, Nintendo? Let me tell you how this is okay. Like how it becomes okay. Because people let it happen. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying that. Let me tell you how this $50 is potentially worth it. And what I see them doing in the future Uh to make this $50 okay. Okay. So right now it doesn't seem like a lot. It doesn't. Because it's just the Nintendo or the N64, the Sega Genesis uh ports and the The online play. The online aspect, which is already twenty dollars. Okay. And then the Animal Crossing New Horizons expand the um DLC for it. Which I'll tag a line on the end yeah. here. That's ridiculous. Yeah. The only thing that i could possibly think of is the air that just went on in your house yeah. i'm gonna have to edit this out of the yeah. podcast because it sounds like i'm in a goddamn okay. hurricane Do you want to click it just click it now nah, hit it and then hit off so scroll a little bit scroll keep going one of them should be off hold on people you're seeing oh temp off yeah hit it Hit it again. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Ooh, hit it. Ooh, hit it. Okay, we're done. So the only way that I'm paying $50 for this is if somehow every DLC is free from here on out. Yeah, for major properties. And um, I had saw this idea on Twitter. I forget whose Twitter handle it actually came from. At Robert DeNiro. It's from Robert DeNiro or Matt Damon. I guarantee it. But... So, for example, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Silver coming out, or Shining Shining Pearl. Pearl. Man, these marks are hitting us like a freight train full (laughs) of Amazon products. So, if those come out and come out with like a Platinum DLC or whatever, I know it's unlikely, but if something like that happens and they Uh just bake it in 
like they add Giratina and like the upside down world or whatever, the yeah. inverted world or whatever and it was. And they just add it to having Nintendo online. And if you have Nintendo online, you don't need to buy DLC packs. Kind of like with Sword and Shield, you needed to buy the um, Crown Isles and whatever the other the, areas. And I played that for like three days, thought it was super cool, and then completely forgot about it. Yeah. And like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you didn't have to pay for it, like you just have Nintendo online plus. And it just came included. Yeah. And when, like, whenever. Is that, that worth did, 50 bucks a year to you as a consumer? Yeah. If it's every DLC for all the like major party games, because that's hold on, let me do some quick math here. And in all fairness, fifty dollars a year compared to Xbox's version and Sony's version of online, cheaper. Yeah, because they're both. Um, but but the value prop with Nintendo is just it's different, right? Because there's one thing that they bend you over a barrel with the controllers. Cause that's 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 the market dictating. Yeah, uh, Xbox hold on, Elite hold on. controller. No, no, no. Hold on. Nintendo had the audacity. After I made we made this episode last two weeks, saying that if they drop this controller for fifty dollars, I'm going to be furious. The wireless Bluetooth uh, N64 and the Sega Genesis. You love that N64 controller. The N64 controller is $120. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Keep it. This is somebody that has the $250 Xbox Elite controller. Out of your mind. $120 for an N64 controller that I could use. It's like the worst controller of all on time. Bad, outdated games. Thank you. Are you kidding me? I, you should get one for free. With they the should pay purchase. me to yeah. use an N sixty four controller for anything. Who decided that three handles was the way to go on a controller? I don't know. Oh, you Ninten- want to press all the buttons? Nah. It was Nintendo Switch being hands. edgy at the time. Here's here's what I'll say because you make a very interesting point with the DLC, and I think that the Animal Crossing DLC launching with this is a very poignant value prop. I don't think they're doing it to market towards what I say that it's going to be. I think they're doing it as like a hey, you get the Animal Crossing DLC. Like that's thir- they would have charged you thirty forty dollars for it anyway. So so for why this- not just passively bundle it in? Yeah. So this like. This is for their year justifying it. Next year, what's justifying me getting N64 Plus? If I played the N64 games and the Sega games that I've wanted to, I've gotten all I could do out of them. Will I get it again? Probably not. Unless they start looping in DLCs for other games. Like if they do all the Smash characters. So that's my next thing is like, do we see Melee on there? Now that Melee is done. uh, Ultimate is done rather, right? I think Animal Crossing is an interesting one because my opinion on what they do with Animal Crossing is about a year too late. They had so much momentum rolling off of Animal Crossing that I think this large-scale DLC update should have happened a year ago. This 2.0 or whatever. They, they did a minor one. They added a couple features. I like apologize the, for the yawns, boys and girls. It's very late. It's late. 
they, it's an emergency podcast. They added a couple. They added like the diving feature and things. Like they did add things. But at its core, it was nothing. But it was nothing as big as what they've added now. What they've added yeah. now yeah, seems very community driven. It seems very addressing the things that people who play the game regularly wanted from the game. The frog chair. The frog chair, the cap in, the going to like. They've definitely added enough where you're like, oh, this is a substantial thing, right? Where that becomes its own value prop is like you're saying with, oh, what about a platinum DLC? What about this? What about that? Because that circumvents something like Game Pass that plays in the same arena in a very interesting way. Yeah. And I like the idea of Nintendo offering supplemental content to its marquee games while also maintaining a subscription. I think yeah. that's a great idea. I'm just... Nintendo, drop a survey to everyone that buys the Nintendo Online Plus and ask them how much they enjoy getting Animal Crossing with it. And I guarantee you it's going to be unanimous. We appreciate getting the Animal Crossing DLC. And you should just put all DLC on nintendo no what plus. nintendo should do i'm gonna say it again if, say, if you say you know the marvel universe kind of thing is that it? no i'm not gonna say the marvel okay. Thank no God. put the 3ds version of ocarina <laughs> okay the, th the 3ds version of ocarina time is the definitive version what i'm why i swear oh to christ matt if I hear that you're playing the N64 version, I'm going to wait. I'm not. I'm waiting to get... I will not get the Nintendo Online Plus until Paper Mario drops. And I think it not, drops in the first drop, no? It doesn't. It's on the second one. <clears throat> Which also, why? Why are they tiered? Keep you coming back. For what? If you Paper buy... Paper Mario. The, if you buy the online a subscription... You either don't have it because you don't have the games that you want on it, or you have it to play the original ones, and you will just also play the other ones. It's a yearly subscription. No one's going to buy it and then remember the next year. Here's my problem, and I think why they tiered it. I think N64 is the weakest library of any of the Nintendo consoles. You think they're going to notice there's only like eight games yeah, on I think, there? And I think they're going to note, and nothing against Nintendo. I know I shit on Nintendo probably more than I shit on Xbox, and I show my Sony yeah. pony colors. But at the end of the day, I want everybody to play the games that they enjoy playing. Oh, yeah. And I want companies to do well. Me too, because if the companies don't do well, we don't get product. Yeah, exactly. High tide raises all boats. Yeah, like right? if one like if nintendo does well because of this they make better games later on and and i'll touch on this in a second that nintendo recently has become a market leader what i guess i'm trying to say is i would like to see i would really i'm curious to see how long nintendo can keep up this n64 is great without goldeneye Without the WWE license games. Did they put Star Fox on it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Star, Star Fox 64 is really good. But that's my point. N64 is the weakest library, I think, of any of the Nintendo consoles. I think SNES has the best, aside from Switch, has the strongest 
library. Maybe GameCube. You could argue GameCube. That brings me to another point. Do you think that we started with N64? We're going to go. We got the Sega. Do you think two years from now, uh, Switch Plus or Online Plus has GameCube games on it? Yes, but I think you got to pass Game Boy and Game Boy Color to get there. And I think there's some seminal Game Boy and Game Boy Color games that you need to get on if you're trying to make a fully like content rich platform. Yeah. Like you, you can't not have. I'm trying to minish cap Zelda. Yeah. But again, the Capcom game. Yeah. Nintendo property, but Capcom made it. So that gets dicey. Yeah. And when do we see the Pokemon game? Right. I don't know. They've made so many remakes of the original, like, the first no, three no, generations. No, 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 no. My thing is, now we have N64. When do we get Pokemon Stadium? Oof. Oof. Right? Jeez. I would love it. Like, so that's when it becomes, what is Nintendo's runway on this online thing? Speaking of games that don't hold up, I think if any of you played Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2 today... I'd rather rub used cat litter in my eyes. They are the worst games ever. Gameplay wise, they are bad. I like how you can rent Pokemon and they're all level 100. I remember that. They're either level 100 or 50, and my Charmeleon at level 50 knows like. He's not listening. We remember what Charmeleon did to Ash in the Johto finals. The Kanto finals. Yeah, When he wasn't listening. That was Charizard. Because he evolved him too soon. Ash, what are you doing, buddy? He straight up lost him. The whole championship. It's so, it's tragic. That's why Dragonite's better. We're not going to touch on that. Yeah. Okay. We'll touch briefly on the Animal Crossing thing. If you'd like, uh, rounding up the Nintendo news here as we kind of bring the episode in for a a landing. Um... I think it's a year too late with Animal Crossing. I think that the window yeah. on this game is closed. I think that they had a really good opportunity and they sold a shit ton of games. Yeah, they did. But why are we just getting this now? I loved Animal. This was the first Animal Crossing game I ever played. Really? Yeah. They they have me until I have to stop the grind for like tangible things in game. And then eventually it becomes all cosmetic and it loses me immediately. That makes right. sense. I, I did like all the fishing stuff. Like those first yeah. four months. I was the master, bro. Yeah, I played for a good month and a half. Two months. Nonstop. That was like yeah. right when COVID started. Yeah. I was literally, you should have seen it at work. I had my laptop screen. I had my second monitor. And then I had my Switch. Just next do, to each other. And every free second I had at work, I was... That's the American dream, T. Oh, yeah. All right. But, Matt, let's bring good. this in for a landing, buddy. Because this was a tequila-fueled, mescal-fueled emergency podcast oh, live yeah. in person from New Jersey. Yeah, Bobby came to visit, and we could not have a podcast. This was just a strategizing weekend. This was oh, supposed yeah. to be the strategizing weekend. Which we would like to say... Discord launching soon. If you like the content that we've been putting out, hold on to your butts and please go to any of our social media, which we will link in the QR code right here. Tell us what you want. Any type of the only fans fine. I'll do it. Content that you want to see. 
We have a couple things working. They're coming. There's new content coming out and new types of content coming out. But if you guys really want to see something you want us to focus more on, gameplay or game reviews or financial things and go to deep dives into different types of businesses and industries. Let and us IPs, know. We are not psychics. I'd be much yeah. richer if I was. Let us know much richer if I was. what you want. For now, it's the podcast. Be on the lookout for the Discord because that's where you're really going to be able to That's where you're going to get all the Bobby. updates from now on yeah. is the Discord, I feel like. It's much yeah. easier. It makes everybody's life easier. So oh, join yeah. the Discord. Become a member. It's going to be good. Become a PlayCon player. Yeah. Another thing. Become a PlayConomist. A PlayConomist, a PlayCon player, a PlayCon. Maybe you guys are on the other end of the... Like insider spectrum maybe you're on the like, inside maybe you're doing a little insider trading maybe you're doing uh you're jailbreaking your switch okay don't do that yeah don't nintendo do we need an ambassadorship maybe, maybe you have a game shark <gasps> throw it back to the ogs maybe you're just a play con but to all of our play con players we have more content coming vampires happening now i drove all the way out here oh yeah just to talk just to talk revenue and business plans going forward spent half the day drinking we should have been recording so <laughs> yeah i think fun. we're really on our oh, way yeah. now bud oh yeah we got things coming we look forward to seeing you guys on the other side we appreciate everything you've done all the fans and support it's, not, it's just my mic stand i'm just happy to see yeah, you it's just your it's just your mic stand <laughs> just happy to see you you're the one with the professional equipment and your mic stand creaks i haven't heard mine Mine was $15 on Amazon. Goddamn right. We're rambling. We are. But until next time, folks, remember. (laughs) Don't remember that. That's my mic stand. Okay, we're going to do this again. Remember, folks, until next time, keep it cool. Oh, yeah. And always Always. be gaming.